on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling, Chad is no longer with us. And we're very sad to say, I, I, I just can't, I can't say anything else about it. But Chad, oh, Chad's no dead. Yeah. Chad's big time dead. He's dead. Yeah. He died. He died hardcore doing yeah. the thing he loved most. Not while doing hardcore, like not, not hardcore drugs that either hardcore. No. I was thinking hard, sex. hard, hardcore sex. He was doing the sex. <laughs> oh, okay. With, and it was, uh, it was somewhat illegal. Can't really talk about it because of how illegal it is or was allegedly. Yep. Um, you have to say that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, he went out doing the thing he liked the most, which is illegal, hardcore sex. <laughs> Oh shit. Um, yeah, so hopefully we get to see a hologram of Chad in future episodes, but I don't know. The the technology exists, but we need more listeners yeah, we, to be able to afford it. We also had to clear it with the the police. That's also true. Um, as far as wrestling goes today, SummerSlam recap, weekly recap, and then we're gonna get out of here. I'm excited the direction that WWE is taking already. It's the it's incredibly noticeable where they're going and AEW is in my opinion I mean we'll talk about it later but I think we're at the end of a lull period here hopefully ramping up to all out but that's that's what we're going to talk about later with Dynamite as always you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod Joe you ready to go Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode 67 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan, joined by Joe. How's it going, Joe? Good. So good. I'm not joined by Chad because he's dead. Yeah. But Chad's dead. We are looking potentially for a new third person to join us starting next week. Might be someone that's been on before. Definitely not going to be as big of a wrestling fan as Chad. Like, not even close. Like, quite literally the opposite. Yeah, that's I think true. It'll, I think it'll be funny. I think it'll be funny. It might be. He's re- it might be. Dude. He's really stupid. He's, He's like dumb so dumb. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't <laughs> listen to this part, like, before he decides if he's going to come on next week. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise we might not have him. Um. But yeah, hopefully, like I said in the intro, we get some hologram technology. We can 
get Chad back on the show in the future. Uh, but obviously need more listeners need to start making money uh, so that we can get, get all the technology and get Chad back on the show. The odds are, the odds are not in our favor. Not even a little bit. No, no. Um, news for the week, Joe, other than Chad. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess most of the news revolves around, I mean, like, We'll talk about it in, in this portion because like the Triple H taking taking over as the head of creative like the day before SummerSlam was is like the majority of the news. Yeah. Uh, with that, we've already seen a a good amount of change. That being uh SummerSlam, what SummerSlam became, uh stuff like wrestlers and wrestling coming back release stars already being re-signed um this I is crazy we we are you know, the tg14 rating was something we've already talked about but we're already seeing evidence of that up to the the montez ford spot last week um yeah blood blood, yeah. blood might be back um blood. it's it seems like uh the the rumor on the street sasha and naomi are already on their way back yep Karrion Cross might be on his way back. There was a lot of big rumors about Johnny Gargano being back this week. But he did not show up. Uh, we actually did not. I was, the, the biggest rumor being that after Seth Rollins got his match taken away from him last week was that Johnny Gargano was going was going to be the replacement. And spoilers, that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, I do have something when we talk about Raw to talk about. Uh, I am excited. I can't believe I'm saying this, but like, I'm very, I've never been so excited to watch SmackDown and Raw this week. Yeah. It's just like the, the excitement is so high. I don't know about NXT just because it's NXT at this point. And then Dynamite, like I said in the intro, is like a lull. I think we're coming out of a lull period, but it's been in a lull period here for a few weeks that we always hit, that we always talk about. But the excitement I mean, level for Raw and SmackDown is just at its at its peak right now. Realistically, AEW's been at a lull even throughout. Uh, what was that? Forbidden Door. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, like with this Triple H stuff, and Triple H and Tony Khan being like, this is not a competition. But then they're they're obviously competitive. I do think that like we might actually get into the new wars that we've been talking about for God three years now where they're actually competing to put on a better product and that could be so good for both both companies yeah and uh i saw something like it was like a bold predictions video on youtube i watched this week uh where it's like there's going to be like in 10 years time let's say like the potential to have like a wwe versus AEW forbidden door i think it's very possible now you think so Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that Triple H called them a pissant company three years ago. That was ago. three years ago. <laughs> yeah. They were a pissant company three years ago. Yeah. They were the hottest thing on the streets. Yeah. But they weren't established at all. That's when they were pulling in 500000 a week, you know? Yeah, that's Impact, true. Impact can do that. <laughs> now they're now they're pretty consistently pulling a mill for a dynamite at least so i I don't think impact can do even do that i don't don't think impact's getting like a hundred thousand no i don't think so but i don't don't fucking look at that shit because i don't care 
<sighs> yeah. Something I did care about though was last weekend SummerSlam, Joe. Yeah, that was. What did, what did you think so, of SummerSlam? It was like so good. Again, it was like Triple H's first, uh, first, in first time in the saddle as the head of creative, and uh, it was exciting. There was that picture that came out before SummerSlam with him with the microphone, uh, in his suit, like standing at the top of the ramp, as like, yeah, I'm I'm daddy now. And that that was that was cool. And then I think SummerSlam, like r- despite the fact that we were not excited about it at all, delivered. I was not. I was not excited for SummerSlam at all, and it fucking delivered. It Big delivered time. hard. Big time. Big time. Oh, dude. I'm I'm just gonna run through my signs real quick because Joe said he yeah. didn't have any. Um just because Joe, you know, obviously is paying a lot of attention to the match. Well, I, on I, not the crowd. I, I, I was on vacation. So, you know, I, there was a lot of stuff going on in my life. Let's see. Really, like, I have six signs written down, but there's really only two that caught my eye and I really liked. Because, like, the way that I think about signs now is, like, how clever can you be? Just not, like... Not, it's not like attitude era signs where it's just like this person is gay and you get a little chuckle. Yeah. Um, so I saw a sign that said Toby Maguire is the best Spider-Man. Joe, Toby Maguire is the best Spider-Man. Yeah. I think it's a nostalgia factor now because I think that the Tom Holland movies are better. Yeah, I do too. But I th- like I, I think the integration of the of the rest of the un- the MCU makes that better and then you have like probably the all-time best spider-man movie which is the newest one because you get all three of the spider-man toby mcguire was in it is it yeah is that movie the best spider-man movie of all time if toby mcguire is not there i I don't think it would have hit the same way i don't either so but uh, this sign might be right i i honestly think that that like toby mcguire like nostalgia factor toby mcguire uh spider-man was was like the best for me, but someone who is watching Tobey Maguire Spider-Man for the first time, it's like a seven-year-old now who's also seen the the Peter Parker one, and he his his you know good dad is just prepping him for like like you will in several years when uh when your son is old enough to remember what movies that he's watching, you're gonna prep him before he watches what was it Far From Home, uh, uh before he watches Far From Home, you're gonna no show way him home. No Way Home. Yeah, you're gonna show him the original Spider-Man, so that that it, it means something when the other people show up, and then it, it still won't like the originals won't hit the same way as what he's watching. Yeah, he'll be so engorged in Phase 17 of the MCU, you know. <laughs> and then we're both gonna watch the Amazing Spider-Man for the first time. That wasn't as good. That that without a doubt, those were <laughs> those were bottom tier Spider-Man. I've I've seen like clips of them but yeah um and then my my next sign i think best sign i've probably the most clever sign i've ever seen uh almost a sign that was a job up job application but just like a couple years too late there's a sign that said spanish announce table repair man mm. we gotta be getting back spanish announce table soon right i don't think so dude no i really wish that it would come back though because it's like a very integral part of the drinking game. Uh, and the predictions. I, and the, it used to be part of the predictions. We used to, we used to make predictions on 
just a simple yes or no question. Will this announce table break? Uh, but it's just, it's not a, it's not a prediction anymore. I, I was thinking of maybe adding, adding it back as a prop and saying like, uh, if the Spanish or if the announce table breaks, which match will it happen first in or something? Yeah. But yeah, that'd be cool. That's for another time. We'll stew on that. I do love prop bets though. in the predictions, because it reminds me of the DraftKings, which I epically failed at during SummerSlam. I forgot to even do it. So I texted you guys. No, I forgot to read the text. Damn. Well, the first match, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Raw Women's Championship. Uh, excuse me, a big time Becky Lynch. Um, I hate that Mike Rome does that. I don't know if I've been Mike, vocal about oh, yeah. that, but I don't like it. The first time he did it, I thought his voice cracked, which it might have, and he just kept doing it. But like, he just keeps doing Big it. Dog. Well, that's a that's the that's a Michael, that's Michael Cole, Cole. Thing. and he hasn't done that in years. Yeah. Um, we all picked Bianca here, uh, which was surprising that Chad, rest in peace, uh, that he picked Bianca because she's from Knoxville, Tennessee, and uh, this pay-per-view premium live event was from nashville tennessee <laughs> chad chad knows that we tried to tell him all those times nobody wins in their hometown or sorry people win in their hometown and he just never believed us are you are you surprised that kane didn't make an appearance at all in knox or nashville he, he did he did yeah <laughs> i know I, I was there. I watched it. I watched SummerSlam. I was going to get to this later, but I have a note. So it was between the the second to last and last match that Kane. I just have a note that says Kane returns. Gross. Yeah, I'm I don't. Glad rem- Chad- I don't remember it at all. I was so fucked up watching SummerSlam. Glad- it was insane. I'm glad Chad didn't have to live to see. Uh- Glenn Jacobs get reelected. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, this this Bianca and Becky match was pretty fucking awesome, and it was the first time I noticed that there was a guy in like the first. I think he was in like the third row, but every time there was a two count, he was wearing a Derrick Henry jersey. And I know you don't watch football, Joe, but Derrick Henry wears number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every time there was a two count, he would stand up and point to his shirt. It was pretty cool. And then let's see, we had a KOD on the outside, almost got me on the count out. Bel Air, she kicked out of the rock bottom. Uh, they hit a Spanish fly in Bel Air, hit a Spanish fly, Joe. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you saw that on the highlights. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then right after the Spanish fly, she hits a KOD. Uh, it, it was an awesome match. Bianca wins. Um, I will say the match itself got a beer and a half. And this entire match with the segment got five beers. Yeah, it's five like fucking insa- beers. insanity. Like for that match to to hit so hard coming right off the right off the pre-show, which also fucked the pre-show. Yes, but- the pre-show is dumb. I'm sick of it. And I'm. 
I don't like that I need to watch it just in case somebody's who not on the card shows up. Yeah. Usually I would let just let Chad do it, but he died. Chad, but Chad's dead. <laughs> so in, <laughs> in case you live under a rock and are a wrestling fan, or if you're not a wrestling fan at all, and for some reason you're listening to this, um, one, you're not going to know who I'm talking about if you're not a wrestling fan, but <clears throat> Bailey returns, which I called while I was sitting here watching it with Leslie. Bailey returns. She's on the ramp talking shit to Bianca like, hey, do you remember me? Remember me, Bianca? Out comes Dakota Kai. Yeah, it, it was, was, the Bailey return. It's like everybody kind of thought that that Bailey was might return anytime recently. It, uh, like so that wasn't that wasn't that surprising at all. The Dakota Kai he, return was the most surprising return. Yeah, and there were three returns. Yeah, I mean there were there were rumors that Io Shirai had hadn't re- wasn't going to resign with the company. Uh, so that was that was exciting. Do, so do it was like mean, exp- Do you mean Io Sky? sure <laughs> i guess we're i guess we're in the triple h era and we're still doing stupid name changes i don't think he controls <laughs> everything but i don't hate it yeah. it sounds almost the same and her entrance is the exact same and her entrance is dope so well what didn't she used to be like the something of the sky the genius of the sky the genius of the sky yeah yeah that was that was before she turned heel Mm, yeah, I think she still was when she did turn heel. Yeah, I, I just don't remember them using that very recently. No, they haven't used it since she returned on Sunday. And I yeah. don't remember like when she was in NXT last, if they said it very I don't much. Think they did. But I th- I think when she returned with her darker character, um she she didn't use they didn't really say the genius of the sky. I think that was like her her baby face like persona. heroic persona yeah like, sort of yeah. like how drew mcintyre is like the scottish, the scottish warrior psychopath. or the scottish psychopath yeah yeah god but that stuff always pisses me off doesn't make any <laughs> sense but we have this yeah. new we have this new faction sort of with bailey eos shirai i'm just gonna keep saying shirai um and dakota kai that might be why they changed it to Scott. No, because they sound exactly the same. I don't know. Kai um, Dakota Sky. Yeah, I don't fucking know. But they don't have a name yet. I was really anticipating there being like a really stupid name for their group on Monday. We didn't get that. Maybe by the time the show comes out and SmackDown happens, then we'll have a stupid name for their group. I don't know if they're going to show up on SmackDown, but who knows? We'll see. We'll see so, if so, the brand splits over or not. So apparently they uh like Bailey posted a picture of them and with like a bunch of a song well, I think it were song lyrics, but it was a song about like control. So they think it's gonna be something like the the name is gonna be something like control. Maybe control your narrative. narrative. <laughs> yeah. Braun Strowman's gonna return and uh God be the manager please, for no. control oh your narrative. God, please. And, I mean, I know that it's like not going to happen, but like just the thought of it, just cringe. Ugh. Oh my fucking god, that would be so bad. That makes you me so, that makes me so upset. Back. That makes me so upset that I just. Ooh, yeah. 
could you imagine if Chad came back and to like life? he hadn't kept oh to to life and he hadn't like kept up with anything wrestling in the afterlife um and he had to come back to control your narrative having been dissolved and now it's all all WWE no it'd be really funny if he came back to life and control your narrative bought WWE <laughs> <laughs> that's just the most ridiculous thing control your narrative can't buy food at 7-Eleven <laughs> they can't even buy the uh the 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 two for one taquitos yeah or whatever oh, I don't so actually good. I don't actually know what the deal uh, is but or the the mini tacos Ugh. yeah um so good so the the three of them getting back to the the thing Bailey um EO and Dakota get in the ring they face Bianca nice and Bianca's like bring it on and they're obviously like there's three of us there's one of you Becky face turn stands with Bianca yeah and the thing that got me the most is I thought I thought all four of them were about to beat the shit out of her yeah I am a kick up I'm a big fan of this this face turn yes same even Uh, though Becky's injured now yeah yeah so it seems like like we're already seeing backlash from that backlash might be the wrong word well yeah because that's a premium live event yeah um (laughs) but because she's injured now alexa bliss and oscar are gonna go on that three-way against uh bailey's three-way yeah you're saying three-way a lot and it's just i can't think i can't think of the right word because i can't say threesome either oh yeah triple threat no six man six woman tag match you almost had a blunder there yeah it is a six woman tag team match um yeah so so i think that's why alexa and and uh oscar jesus oscar are are gonna be the people that tag with them and people think that that bailey's group is going to win that and that's when sasha and beyond or damn it dude that's now that's am i gonna have to cut that no, Sasha and Naomi are going to come back potentially with <laughs> with a with a third person to go against Bailey's group. Ooh, I don't know who that could be. All right, next match: The Miz versus Logan Paul. So we had Maurice and Champa accompany Miz to the ring. Um, my next note said, "I hate Logan Paul," which by the end of this match, I did not hate Logan Paul. Logan Paul, I had a talk with chad last sunday because chad did get to watch SummerSlam for uh, for those that didn't know um i was one of the last people to talk to him before he died <laughs> he um as much as it breaks my heart he he asked me where logan paul ranks on the celebrity uh wrestler rankings joe what do you think having not seen this match but also having seen this match. Wink, wink. Um, I think that Logan Paul probably ranks number two or three. Who's number one? Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather is number one <laughs> in his match against the big show. What the fuck? <laughs> no. No, that's that's a yoke. No, no, two two or one and two are definitely him and Bad Bunny. Yeah. We were in like, agreement I can't... with that. Chad, before this match started said pat mcafee 
And I said, I could see that. And then this match happened, and he said, Logan Paul is definitely number two. And then the Pat McAfee match happened later in the night, and he said, yes, Pat, uh, Logan Paul is number two. After Bad Bunny? No, after... Yeah, yeah, yeah after Bad Bunny, after, sorry. Okay. And then Pat McAfee's number three. Okay. And then I think a distant four, I guess, would be Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, Johnny Knoxville, right? No, that was also really bad, but it was <laughs> awesome. It, it was, it wasn't wrestling. I'm talking about like as a wrestler. Well, we're not talking. We're, we're not talking about AEW. We're talking about sports entertainment. Not anymore. Maybe. Anyway, talking, we might be talking about wrestling, Joe. Yeah, we might be. Um, I have a Corey Graves quote here. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Corey Graves said, and I quote, Champa is making sure none of these mouth breathers in Nashville make a pass at Maurice. To which I thought I would totally Sup? do that. <laughs> yeah, so Maurice looked but, uh, very good on Sunday. Actually, more realistically, does. like you probably wouldn't like Maurice comes up to you. Leslie's Leslie's uh Leslie's getting you a beer. You probably wouldn't be like, yo, Maurice, my wife's gone real quick. Your husband's gone real quick. I'm going to make a pass at you. I don't think you would. I probably wouldn't word it like that. No, I'd probably just um, introduce be myself like, as a gentleman. You'd probably just be like, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I just said. That's I would introduce myself as a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> um, Champa gets ejected during this match. Uh, oh, man. I have a couple, let's see, a couple notes here. Logan Paul almost doing shotgun chops. Thank God he didn't. I just want to, I was playing, I played the drinking game for this. Yeah. I, I, at this point of my life, I, just so I don't die, I only play the drinking game like, I don't know, five or six times a year on special occasions. SummerSlam definitely being one of them. I think the next time I'm going to try to play the drinking game, I, I, I can't play the drinking game for AEW. Because somebody listens to the show and they want to kill us, uh, Aubrey. But fucking Aubrey, man. Yeah, I think it's really just like the big, the big four WWE pay per views I drink for. Not the big four AEW pay per views. No, or I guess sorry, the big oh and war games. The big f- oh, dude. No, <laughs> I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. But yeah, by this point, I was already fucked up because I had. So the last Five match ended the, the first match. The, no, well, the last match ended with a beer and a half. And then 10 minutes later, I had to have had five beers done. Yeah. Returns and a face turn. Like I had to chug three and a half beers. It was disgusting. I was. It was bad. Um. So Champa gets tossed. He doesn't want to leave. AJ Styles comes out, makes him leave, and then Logan Paul hits a phenomenal forearm. Who knows where that's going? Um, the the big spot here is Logan Paul hitting a frog splash through the announce table uh, from the top rope. It was incredible, sick, fucking incredible. I was to say, I hope by now you've at least seen like the highlight of that. It was one of the highlights of the show. Yeah, uh, it's I, I, I think that was the moment that like 
stapled him in as number two celebrity wrestler. Uh, but still, still, ha- you still have Bad Bunny on as number one. I mean, Bad Bunny hit a Canadian destroyer. So yeah, until Logan Paul does something cool like that or hits a Spanish fly or like a bouncy Spanish fly, like whoever does that, I forget. But well, he'll have opportunity because Bad Bunny was one and done, and then he showed back up at the Royal Rumble, I guess. Um, no, he was at the Royal Rumble and then came in for Mania, right? No, I mean, this year, the, this... he was at the Rumble this year. Yeah, I think he went top four. Dude, you might be right. I think I'm right. I don't remember that. I, I honestly, like, the, I think final is, four. Where this is was... why I don't drink for every single one. <laughs> Because like I already have a terrible memory when it comes to this shit. Final four was I don't, like Bad Bunny, Shane McMahon, the winner, and I don't remember who won. Edge was last year. Was it? It wasn't Lesnar, right? It was Lesnar. It was Lesnar. Did Lesnar win the Royal Rumble this year? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that's right. I hated it. Yeah, so final final this four. This is exactly was... why I don't remember because either I get too drunk or something happens that I fucking it I just hate. God I fucking hate Wait. Brock Lesnar. You're right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't so remember final, who was, I don't uh, remember who the last person was, but other than Lesnar. I don't either. Either way. I'll th- I'll think about it for a while though. Miz and Logan Paul. It was actually a really good match, and this was like the first hour of the show, and it was absolutely incredible. The Miz, or sorry, Logan Paul wins. It was a beer and a half. And the next thing, um, there was a, uh, a a commercial for Pure Life Water with the Maximum Male Models that came on next, which I know you definitely probably haven't seen this, Joe. But is if if you have the if you have the chance to see this, it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Other than they just pour water all over their all all over their skin, and, <laughs> and just look really stupid while doing it, it was hilarious. Um, but then Bobby Lashley versus Theory for the United States Championship was next, and this was not good. No, it was over quick. Theory tried to walk out on the match. Bobby Lashley prevented this. They basically get back in the ring and they're in there for like a few minutes from what I remember. And Bobby Lashley wins with the hurt lock and it got a beer and it was just a nothing match. It was, it was everything we expected it to be. I, I, as far as results go, uh, as far as getting to the results, I kind of expected maybe like, I don't know, a little bit more, but yeah, it wasn't great. Um, I was wrong. I got Bad Bunny at at top five, but uh, so it goes: Bad Bunny, Riddle, Shane McMahon, Drew McIntyre, Brock Lesnar. Oh, McIntyre, yeah, yeah. R- Riddle, Riddle, McMahon, McIntyre, and uh, Brock were top four. It's probably the last time we'll ever see Shane McMahon in a WWE ring, dude. Yeah, Triple H hates Shane McMahon, probably allegedly. I have to yeah. say that for legal purposes. He publicly doesn't hate him, but we yeah. all know probably hates him. And yeah. Shane probably hates he... Triple H now. Yeah. He took his he took his job basically. Yeah. His job that he was probably promised like 20 years ago. And then shit happens, you know, people change. And now Shane is just out. Stephanie's in. Stephanie's husband is in. And hopefully saving all of our our viewership lives 
when it yeah. comes to watching WWE. Except Chad, because no one could save him now. Because <laughs> he's dead. Yeah, I shouldn't be laughing, but man. Maybe next week we'll talk about how he died. Yeah. That'll explain why I'm laughing so much. <laughs> it's really the sex thing that Joe explained, but we'll do it in more detail next week. Next week's definitely going to be an explicit episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the next match uh, of the night was the Mysterios versus the Judgment Day. And it was a good match. Rey Mysterio looked great in this match. Yeah. What do you think he like, did really well? Like the the 69. Whoa. You know, when did you did you ever play wrestling video games growing up, Joe? No, no, I so did not. I had the probably one of the GOAT, probably it's definitely a top three wrestling video game of all time. SmackDown, here comes the pain for the PlayStation 2 console. It had a sign on there that you could like, you know, like you make like custom characters. You can customize like what signs you have, but it was like a preset signs. One of Rey Mysterio signs in that that game was wine me, dine me, six one nine me. I was like, I don't know, 10 or 11 years old playing that game. And I just I thought it was cool. You know, it rhymed. Obviously, the, the old saying is wine me, dine me, 69 me. Yeah. So I said that one time. Like, I was like, oh, look at this. Like, I was like yelling, I assume, to my brother because we played that game all the fucking time. I was like, I'm going to pick this sign. Wine me, dine me, 619 me. And my mom is in the living room and she's like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I, I had no idea. Like, I was just so like, had just no clue what was going on and she was like uh I, I told her what i exactly what i said and she was like what do you what do you what the fuck are you talking about and i showed her on the tv and she was like oh never mind <laughs> just kind of walked away i was so confused and then you know eventually i kind of got it out of her like what what she what she meant she told me the old saying and then obviously there was no phones back then. There was the Google machine, but and That's actually when you found out what actually asked Jeeves. Well, you know, it was a couple couple years after that. But yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> during this match, I was texting heavily with Chad. May God rest his soul. Uh, he said uh, he thought Dom was wearing two outfits here. And that at the end of this match, Dom was going to turn on Ray and take off his outfit that he was wearing and present an outfit that was darker and, you know, more purple. He was saying like, uh, like a purple one, right? But yeah, he, he, th- he, um, he thought it was going to be purple, like that purple outfit that he talked about like last week or two weeks ago. And yeah. I, he thought that just because like Dom Dom was like fixing his pants and like pulling them up like every 10 seconds. So it was like very obvious he was trying to hide something, but it never came to fruition. Yeah. Instead, we got the return of edge, which I didn't hate, but it was super obvious. And it was also broken. I don't know. By I think Sean Ross I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of breaking news, honestly. Yeah, I, I really like. 
I need to get away from like looking at Twitter on the day of a pay-per-view or a premium live event because it just ruins everything. What else ruins did got absolutely ruined for you? everything? Did just anybody that. else's return just that? So like the 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 three the trio that we had returned in the beginning, that wasn't ruined for you. No. Dude, that that so honestly I didn't talk about it before, but, but Bianca like, Belair's face was shocked when Dakota Kai's music started playing. Like yeah. I don't think she even knew Dakota had resigned. Yeah, like she looked legitimately like surprised and happy. Like like we said earlier, like the Bailey thing didn't surprise me as much because she's been gone for a long time. Like I I was expecting it sort of and yeah. like Edge didn't surprise me at all because I knew it was coming. But yeah. Dakota Kai and Io Shirai, like, just you get that incredible goosebump feeling when somebody returns in wrestling, and it's just like, if you know that that's coming, then it just ruins everything. Yeah, it's just not as good. Yeah. So we should unfollow Sean or Sap and all other news things. I'm not going to do that. I know. Um. So yeah, getting back into like the actual match, uh, Finn Balor mocked Eddie Guerrero a little bit. Corey Graves said Ray Mysterio hasn't lost a step. Disagree, but he is still like a million times faster than Dominic, who is, I think, half his age. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. And then the edge return, you know. Dominic just hasn't gotten good. Yeah, he, he needs to go away. I'm not, I'm just not a big fan. Like, and just the thing that I said last week that would happen, it happened. Edge returned, and he helped the Mysterios win, which ultimately, if Judgment Day had won here, do you know who would have won the belt, Joe? You? Chad. Chad? Chad would have won the belt. And then I guess it, I guess it would be vacant, right? Well, we'd let him because hold it. We'd let him. We'd let him hold post, it until post mortem. We'd let him hold it post mortem until all out. You know, all out's the next. We got a couple weeks here of uh, retros, but yeah, it. We we would have given him his time. Would have given him his time, his well deserved time with the belt. But instead, Which, the Mysterios basically that was the deciding factor. Leslie won. She retained. Yeah. Judgment Day needed the win. They really did. They really did. And that was very noticeable on Monday. But uh, this match got three beers. Uh, One of them, obviously, thanks to the return of Edge. But moving on. Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin Joe. Uh, Pat McAfee's entrance music was awesome. (laughs) Pat McAfee's awesome. Like, he didn't... didn't he didn't get the the seven nation army or whatever uh oh that's what i forgot about that yeah it was it was sort of like that like the one he had at wrestlemania because like he didn't actually have the song i don't think seven nation army as his entrance music but it was obviously the beat beat of it and instead instead here he had a chorus come in and do uh bum ass corbin to sort of the rhythm of seven nation army yeah and it was hilarious michael cole cheering on pat mcafee was just absolutely heartwarming during the match and let's see uh Corey graves quote here 
He said if Corbin was playing offensive line, uh, Derrick Henry would get 20,000 rushing yards a season. Which He said that? Yeah, Joe, I don't know if you know how impossible that is, but I don't think you could even do that on Madden in rookie mode. I couldn't. I don't think anybody could. No. It's, it's just very hard to do. Um, the highest is the highest ever is just over 2,000 yards, like 2,100 yards. And Corey Graves seems to think that Derrick Henry could get 20,000 yards if Baron Corbin was playing offensive line for the Tennessee Titans. But, you know, yeah, just, just, he's just wrong. Uh, this wasn't as good as Logan Paul versus the Miz. And that's really like the big deciding factor between who's better, Pat McAfee or Logan Paul. Um, it was still a decent match, but I, I think we're gonna see them wrestle as as frequently. I didn't mention it before, but I saw like I think Logan Paul was on Pat McAfee's show, and he said that he doesn't expect to have another match until about December. Logan Paul is gonna like he's not gonna have another match until about December. Yeah, something in, um, or something return to like, TV until about December, I should say. So probably if, in time for buildup of the Rumble. Yeah, I was gonna say if 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 he has a match before the Rumble, I'd be surprised. But it definitely makes sense where like he wouldn't return to TV until it's like time to build up to the Rumble. Yeah. So yeah, so I I, I think I think that's what's gonna happen. I think he's gonna be in the Rumble. Honestly, like he and Pat can be in the Rumble. They could do that thing where like the number plays no music or the number hits no music plays and then Pat McAfee's like, Oh, it's me. And he walks away from Michael Cole. Yeah. And gets in the ring. Or he's just not <laughs> on the call, which I would really hate, but Yeah, I, I just want him to be on the call all the time. Every single match, every week. Uh, yeah, raw NXT, and SmackDown. Raw NXT too. Raw yeah. NXT SmackDown and AEW. Oh, dude. Could you imagine? <laughs> You imagine JR and Pat McAfee just cutting it up on the mic. Yeah. Just JR saying some nonsense and getting horny and then Pat McAfee just making fun of him for it. Yeah. God, it would be great. Um McAfee wins, just like all of us thought he would, and it got a beer. Yeah. One singular beer. I watched I already saw the clip from uh basically the the I don't know if it was the opening clip, but it was right close to the beginning of SmackDown of him doing a, a play-by-play call of him hitting uh, him hitting uh, Corbin in the balls, kicking him. Yeah, and uh, it was it was it was a really funny clip. That was just really thanks to Charles Robinson getting knocked down during the match, so McAfee yeah. could oh, that, hit the low blow. That that was part of the the play-by-play that Pat McAfee's giving. It's it's really funny. Yeah, you should watch it. I, I will. Recommend. I might actually watch SmackDown as soon as we get done here, since I mean we're recording on a Friday. There's, you know, we could talk about SmackDown that happens tonight, or we'll save it for next week. Just you know, keep the norm, the normal yeah. show the way it is. Keep the norm. Keep the norm. Other than you know, it's what Chad would have wanted. You know, it was actually his dying wish. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think I think he's gonna get a lot of dying wishes tonight on SmackDown. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just a shame that like all the 
the best wrestling ever is going to happen after Chad dies. That's true. Not ever. You you just said ever. I don't think it's going to be the best wrestling ever, but maybe some of. Let's call it some of. Some of. Some of. Some of works. Yeah, that works. All right. Uh, let's move on. There was a Drew McIntyre promo. I remember him putting over some kid in the crowd, but I don't. That's like all I remember about it. I was heavily intoxicated by this point. I'm actually surprised my notes don't have any typos here. I was fucked up. Um. I, I, my note just says Drew does a promo making fun of Brock versus Roman happening a bunch. <laughs> oh yeah, he said they're like we're gonna watch it for like the millionth time or no, he was very sarcastic saying we're gonna watch Roman versus Brock for the first time ever or something like that in a last man standing match. I think that's what he said. But anyways, the Usos versus the Street Profits. Um, this was going into the night the match I was the most excited for and. I honestly don't think it delivered to the hype that I built up for it just because like going into SummerSlam, I wasn't super pumped for the show just because of the card and like Rollins and Riddle coming off of it, which we'll talk about after this match, but it just, it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. You know? Yeah. I, I, I don't disagree with you on that one. It was, I mean, like, Last pay-per-view, Street Profits and the Usos stole the uh, stole the the entire show. Yeah, like right. Yeah, I agree. I I, the, I have like five notes for this match, and like it's like the Profits. They had a special entrance, which probably made some people think that the Profits were going to win. I think the entire predictions contest was pretty split on this. Um, they got an entrance from the Titans cheerleaders. Uh, I have a note saying I love special guest referee matches. Jeff Jarrett was pretty decent in this. Um, a note that says exactly what I said a minute ago, that this wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Dawkins blood on the lip and the Usos win with the 1D. Like, there just wasn't that much to say about this. Like, and I wanted it to be so much more. It did get a decent beer rating, like 2.75 beers, decent beer rating. But like, that's kind of what I would expected. Go, what I would have expected going into this, something in like the, I don't know, two and a half to three and a half range, just because I thought it would last like twenty five minutes and just be a fucking barn burner of a match. I was just kind of expecting like there to be like, just, I don't know, like I just said, like a barn, like just a barn burner of a match, just an excellent wrestling match, and it just, it just wasn't that. Yeah, but. It, I don't know. I guess they they can't deliver every time. Yeah, it's the street profits are not like the street profits to the Usos are not what the New Day is to the Usos. They don't have yeah. the best match every time. Whereas the New Day and the Usos arguably could put up the best match on the card every time they fought. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Like. You put that like that 2017 pre-show match, like from I, I think it was SummerSlam was probably one of their best ones. Uh, it was just like that that incredible that entire run was just incredible, and then obviously capped off by the Hell in a Cell match, which I don't actually don't think ended it. I think they fought at paper like at pay-per-views like at least one or two more times after that. But God, that that entire like just 2017 run of the Usos and the New Day was just so fucking good. I loved every bit of it. Um, after that, 
uh, Riddle stormed the ring from the crowd and basically called out Seth Rollins. Uh, they go at it for a little bit, despite Riddle apparently being injured. And that was pretty much that. Like, there really wasn't much other than that. There's just two guys that don't like each other. Definitely in the ring, possibly in real life. Just, you know, going at it. Yeah. Uh, and then penultimate match, Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan. The uh, probably the lamest match on the card, right? Um, close to. I have a I have a Chad quote, one of his last quotes, one of the last things he ever said. Yeah, you ready for this? Because he was gagged when he died. <laughs> so we we talk about the details next week. <laughs> Chad said, and I quote, "Well." <laughs> Before that, he said, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he was talking about the match or being gagged, but <laughs> he was right. It wasn't that great. Um, like the whole the whole match, it was it was just like Liv, Liv did kind of show out here a little bit. Like she definitely held her own with Ronda. Um, but the match, the the ending of the match. You know, just make it seem like this is going to continue. Rhonda, I think, turned heel. I don't think we counted it, though. I think so. She's still listed internally in the company as a face. Yeah. So I, I think she just had to kind of play some sort of a heel vibe here. Um, but I don't think she's fully on a heel. Like, I was hesitant to say Becky was a face until she was until she stood up with Bianca in the beginning, Against the heels. Yeah. yeah. I was very hesitant to call her like to, to, to say, finish your beer for this. Uh, this one, I just, I, I said, no, like, and, and then the ending of the match, like live, no Rhonda has live in some submission while Rhonda's shoulders are pinned on the mat. The ref is not looking at anything. He's not even looking at the shoulders of Rhonda He's just counting to three. And then between two and three, Liv taps out. So this is probably, I mean, almost certainly something they're going to talk about tonight on SmackDown. So, uh, yeah, I, I hear she gets booed. Rhonda? No, Liv Morgan. Seriously? The crowd's turning on her. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Damn. I feel like you're fucking with me. I'm not. That's kind of wild. Like, I'm gonna have to crack a beer because of that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. As you said, the match ended with a submission, and I think that's the last time we should talk about submissions on this show in respect to Chad. That's true. That's very true. R.I.P. Uh, this match got a beer and a quarter. Um, and then came my note: Kane returns. Gross. Uh, I don't remember this at all. Not even a little bit. So yeah, apparently he was on. just sitting in the crowd. No, I'm pretty sure he came in the middle of the ring. Oh, really? Sorry. <laughs> Phrasing. Uh, he was in the middle of the ring. <laughs> 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 that would definitely be the final straw for Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I typed gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Main event. 
Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, last match, last everything, last man standing. Let's see. My first note said Chad forgot to do DraftKings. So in an attempt to possibly make his family just a little bit more money before he died, um, he forgot. So there's that. Uh, Brock Lesnar made his entrance (laughs) on a tractor, which was something else. Yeah, it's got to be the last time that tractor is used in this match, right? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. That track at the same time, that tractor also had to bend like, uh, like we were talking about last week. Reports were that that Brock walked out of the company after Vince McMahon resigned, and then he showed up on Friday. Um. Oh, you that, think it was that, like that a had last minute? A last minute. They're like, they're like, hey, dude, we'll give you, we'll give you a tractor. <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, all right, sign me the fuck up. <laughs> I can just imagine like somebody's like he walks out of the building and he's just sitting out there just like crying because Vince retired and then Bruce Pritchard comes, <laughs> Bruce Pritchard comes up to him outside and he's like, hey, Brock, I actually had this really good idea and uh, I think I can get everyone to buy off on it backstage, but um. We're gonna let you drive a tractor to the ring if you uh, <laughs> if you come back tonight and uh, you you wrestle this match on Sunday. What do you think? And he's just like, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> but this uh, to go on this 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 match was definitely match of the night just for the the experience. The experience. It's unlike anything we have ever seen. We've done ring ring being torn apart we've done ring breaking from a body slam all that stuff or a superplex stuff like that we've seen all that but i don't think we've ever seen nor will we ever see again a ring being torn uh, picked up by a tractor i mean never ever say never ever joe but true i don't think we will ever see it maybe our maybe our grandchildren like me and you Actually, no, I don't think they'll have tractors in a hundred years. Like, what's the point at that point? Like, you know? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh Roman and Brock both bleed. Lots, lots of shit on the outside, lots of um, so much poop. Yeah, lots of poop on the outside, lots of uh what what is it called? Uh use of the environment drinks. <sighs> Man. Interference. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. I have a note here. I do have a typo. Roman gets dumped out of the T for bucket. I think that's supposed to say tractor bucket because yeah. I remember this Brock definitely put Roman in the tractor bucket, lifted him up over the ropes and dumped him in the ring. Pretty funny. Also Brock drove the tractor to the ring, got in the bucket, cut a promo and tossed the, the mic. Oh, that mic spot. Oh my God, Roman Reigns caught that mic just smooth as could ever be. Just the absolute coolest thing. If I could just and be they, like 1% as cool as Roman Reigns, at that point I've made it, but I don't think I could ever be. Yeah, I don't think you could either. I don't think anybody could ever be. He's just so fucking cool. Like no one will ever be as cool as as this Roman Reigns. No, no. A few years ago, Roman Reigns. Michael Cole's cooler than the big dog Roman Reigns. Yeah. That guy was a that guy was a dope. Um <laughs> but yeah. Uh, the ring gets the ring 
so Brock Lesnar during the match, like he he has the tractor ringside. He eventually picks a corner of the ring up, lifts it up, absolutely, and then they and then it's it's the uh, the the left corner that's closest to the entrance ramp, and then they do the fight on the absolute like opposite side of the ring, just absolutely obstructing the view of everyone that paid for a front row ticket to SummerSlam at Nissan Stadium in Nashville. I have never felt so bad for somebody that probably paid thousands of dollars for a ticket to a <laughs> wrestling event that had to see or I'm sorry the they did they had they just had to look st- sit there and look at the ring cuz they couldn't see shit. Could it be I, like that sometimes though. I but, mean, but like at that point like obviously like every place has like some sort of titantron where you can see the action, like whatever the camera is looking at. But usually in a stadium like that, it's like above the ring. If you have those tickets, like you have to look directly up to see that and just, I don't know, break your neck to look at it. I, I can't yeah, imagine I, that feels good. I've had, I've had to do that. Any mean. outside of the ring fighting when you're like five rows back on the, like on the opposite side, you're not seeing shit unless you look up at the titantron. That's why I always get those front row tickets, unless well, I unless I'm going with Chad, which you know, he got. Those, <laughs> I guess he'll never he do those, again. He got this buy one get one free tickets at one time, and Cody Rhodes didn't even show up. That's true. Um, theory he tried to cash in, he failed. Uh, it didn't happen. Like I think we kind of all thought was going to happen, and then the last five minutes of the match was just Roman Reigns just destroying Brock Lesnar, just absolutely putting him out of his misery. Uh sort of like Chad had done to him. Uh it was just they they just do the big show spot basically where they just put as much shit on top of Brock Lesnar as they possibly could and just hope he didn't answer the count of 10 and then Robin stands on top of the trash pile and he wins. You got four yeah. and three quarters of a beer. Crazy. Absolutely insane. And SummerSlam 20.75 beers. Good job, Triple H. Yeah. Very Keep it coming. I don't have a I don't have a ranking for that because um You're- it's not because I didn't want to put them in the the database. It's because I couldn't. I got locked out of the fucking I got locked out of my Microsoft account to put it in the, the database, which is in Excel. And yeah, I gotta figure that out here soon. But I will eventually put those in, but yeah, twenty point seven five beers. It's it's definitely I think top fifteen. It's definitely a top five WWE pay per view. I'm pretty sure. So, good job Triple H, excellent work. Literally, what we've been waiting for for years is Vince McMahon to go away. Dude, just so excited. All right, <clears throat> let's get into the weekly recap then. Um, let's just do like big picture stuff, Joe. Yes, yeah, so on Sunday, stuff. Ric Flair almost died. There was that. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Okay, moving on to Monday. Ric Flair had his last match. <laughs> Again. We'll, we'll do last week's SmackDown, some stuff that doesn't really matter oh, yeah. from uh, SummerSlam. There was a Donnybrook match um, between Drew McIntyre well, that... and Sheamus. Yeah. It was to fucking the number awesome. one contender. Yeah, once to the again, winner. I don't understand how many, like, how many times do we have to d- d- to determine the number one contender for Clash of the Castle. 17 like, more. 17 I'm, more times. I would anticipate maybe like 
one or two more times, you know, we're going to figure out who's actually going to face Roman Reigns at Clash of the Castle. No, I think this one will stick. Yeah, I think so too. I think they've already announced Roman versus Drew. Um, But him and Sheamus in this Donnybrook match, which was essentially just a no DQ match with a bunch of, I don't know, things that you would see at a bar uh, around the ring. It was fucking awesome. It was a really good match. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Um, Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey teamed up. They, uh, I wrote, could they coexist? And then I wrote, I don't know. I skipped it. I think they did, <laughs> but I don't remember. They they did fine. Yeah, fine. I did. I did really enjoy. Uh, I know this has something to do with SummerSlam, but man, the the promo between um, the Usos and the Prophets was really fucking good. They they basically had Jeff Jarrett in the middle of the ring trying to act as like a uh, peacemaker between the two teams, and they were just going hard at each other like. Is it a DQ? They were just asking Jeff Jarrett, like, is it a DQ if I do this? And like, they just kept like one up and one upping each other. And eventually, Angela Dawkins is like, is it a disqualification if I hit Jimmy so hard that he comes back with face paint on and does like the <laughs> the, the the USO thing? I, I fucking laughed my ass off, dude. It was fucking hilarious. That was yeah, so good. So last week, Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan. We we already talked. You already kind of talked about this match, the coexisting thing. They versed off against Natalia and Sonya Deville. Yeah. So Natalia was not having a match with Shayna Baszler as her as her tag partner. True. Do you think she's no longer her tag partner? You think Shayna's getting a singles push? Mm, I don't know. Joe, you did show me something on your phone earlier. Is there something that you know that I don't? No, I what I just showed you. Uh, I'll just fucking say it that they uh, announced uh, tonight on SmackDown. Apparently, they announced a uh, that the tag team, uh, the women's tag team tournament, is starting on Monday night on Raw. Hell yeah! Please pay attention to it. I don't know anything about who's going, like who's going to be in the tournament, but I could see new tag teams developing. I could see Io Shirai and Dakota Kai being a tag team in that. I would anticipate I, them winning, honestly. I could see a returning Naomi and I don't Sasha think they Banks. would return for the tournament because that wouldn't make any sense. It would make most sense for a heel team to win the tournament. And Ooh. once once they win, Sasha and Naomi come back like right after that. That would be good. That would make the most sense. Be like, and that could happen at Clash of the Castle, you think? Oh, I think the the end of the tournament, like to crown the champion, is at Clash of the Castle, and then after the match, that's when they return. Yes. Yeah, that'd be good. Ooh. Yeah. Right so I could Sharpie. see, I could see Kai and Sky. There you go. Kai and Sky uh, winning that tournament. That'd be good. Um, yeah. Fucking keep that shit. I don't really have anything else. There was some like interesting things in. I don't even remember what the main event was, but my last notes is this whole thing with uh, Theory and Lesnar and Drew McIntyre. Um, so the really like the only interesting thing that I thought that came out of this was like the continuing of like Theory and Paul Heyman potentially teaming up, and him being the counsel for Theory, but I really don't know. I don't either. And then um, I didn't watch Rampage. I did not watch Rampage. I 
like I say, like I say most weeks, like I watch, I watch most things on recording just because I have to wake up so fucking early. I can't stay up that late to watch wrestling on most nights, but I, but orange on... Cassidy pinned Sanjay, Butt or Sanjay Dutt. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I looked at the results of rampage on bleacher report just to see what the matches were. And there was not a single match where I was like, Oh, that sounds like it would be good. So my only note for Rampage is nah. Anna J beat Ruby Soho. In the main event. Yeah. In the main event of Rampage. Yeah. Trash. Do better. I don't know. Maybe maybe Rampage is quite literally about to become just third fiddle. You know, I, just, to... I just can't believe what they're doing to Ruby Soho. This is worse than her booking on, on Raw. Terrible. Yeah. It's, it's not good. Um, speaking of Raw, Joe, good segue. Um, <laughs> Becky Lynch comes out. She's injured. She's in a sling. She has a separated shoulder. Um, she gives props to Bianca, and then um, she leaves the ring after Bianca comes out. You know, they kind of talk, they hash it out. Respect is shown. Becky goes backstage, and then they show on the Titan Tron that the three of Bailey, Io Shirai, and Dakota Kai are beating the shit out of Becky. Bianca's too late. They've already ran off. Uh, but Bailey basically promises that they're just going to start wrecking house in the women's division. And it's exciting. Just, you know, it's something new. And they still don't have a name. But I'm excited to see how bad their name is. CYN. Dude. <laughs> if it has any, if it has the word control in it, they're just, they're right. just at that point, they're just control your narrative. <laughs> or if it is any of those three words adam adam sure will have a fucking heart attack because of, <laughs> well one be probably because of all the steroids and then two do you think you think braun Strowman does steroids you don't think that's all natural it might be i don't know i actually think it might be it's, it's not it's my not my narrative so <laughs> yeah he's controlling it um but i think the Bar- thing i really the thing I really enjoyed about Raw, they had these, they had two triple trap matches that uh, were set up to where the winners of the two triple trap matches were going to face off later in the night to determine the number one contender for the United States Championship. And in one match, we had oh, fuck AJ, AJ Styles, Dolph Ziggler, and Mustafa Ali face off with one of the best like endings to a match with a Styles clash that I've ever seen where I think Ali hit a 450 on Dolph Ziggler. And then as soon as he like, as soon as he was like flipping up, AJ caught him and hit the styles clash on top of Ziggler. It was so fucking sick. AJ wins that match. And then the next one was like Champa. Oh fuck. I don't remember who he faced, but Champa won. It was Champa Dolph. No, it was Champa Dolph and Chad Gable. The match you were talking about was styles. Uh, Ali and the Miz. Oh, the Miz. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. But Champa wins his match, so we get AJ and Champa, and fucking Tommaso Champa wins. So yeah, just like more proof that like this future with Triple H and WWE is looking good for us fans of the Black and Gold era of NXT because we're getting to see, hopefully our favorites from that era succeed a little bit more now. And dude, it's, it's like 
Raw was just great. Like starting with the promo, the triple threats to into the one on one. Montez Ford versus Seth Rollins. Fucking great. Like Montez Ford. Like I am. I don't know what happens to uh to uh what's the other guy who it's help me Dawkins. Out. Yeah, Angelo Dawkins. If uh if Montez Ford isn't on his team, but I think like Ford could be could be a a top guy. Oh, definitely. But they definitely teased it here too because Seth Rollins was like they they challenged they challenged Seth to a match, and Seth was like, "I'm not I'm not dumb. I'm not facing both of you at the same time." So figure it out. And they go to play rock, paper, scissors with each other to see who faces Seth. And before they even get to like, I think they were going to do like rock, paper, scissors, shoot. And like halfway between Montez pushes um, Angela Dawkins. All of a sudden a ref comes running out and Montez grabs the ref and he runs to the ring before Dawkins can do anything. And the match is on. So yeah. kind of teased a little bit there, but yeah, dude, the thing I wanted to get to though, Champa winning that that match against Styles to become the number one contender for the United States Championship. Joe, he's facing Bobby Lashley on Monday. Do you know where Raw is on Monday? I don't know where Champa's from. It's not about where either of them are from. It's about where someone no. else. It's about where someone else is from. Joe, someone very special to Tommaso Champa. Raw's in Cleveland on Monday. Ooh, I don't so. think I don't think Gargano lives in Cleveland. I think he lives down in Orlando. He's from Cleveland though. Yeah. But a lot of people are speculating that. I don't I'm I'm not holding out hope for it, but I can obviously see where the parallels are drawn here. Dude, Rebel Heart Johnny Gargano showing up. Ugh. Dude. Dude. Cuz chills, instant chills. Yeah. That, that that was like the the best thing was like the last time we saw him he got attacked by that idiot. Uh but he he came back out he came out to Rebel Heart. It was the return of the Rebel Heart and then yeah. He was saying goodbye. And that that like the Rebel Heart song just has the tendency to give me chills now. Yeah, it's uh, I I'll be I'll just say it now. I'm not expecting it. I'm honestly not expecting Johnny to be in wrestling for I don't know, at least another 6 months. Hmm. Wow. I mean, I don't know. He he just had a kid. I kind of know kid what, back in like February. I know, but I know what, what it's like. Mother's return sooner. I know what it's like. I don't think that's correct, but I don't know. I just can't see it happening. Um, let's see. I think the main event. Oh, was the Usos versus the Mysterios versus the uh, or for the the tag titles? Um, so earlier in the night, Edge came out, cut a promo. Edge has his old music back. Uh, he vows to end the Judgment Day, and then in the main event. Usos versus the Mysterios. It was a good match. Usos beat the Mysterios, obviously. Dominic still doesn't turn, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely doesn't because there was a hilarious moment here. But um, the Usos win. They retain. Uh, Judgment Day attacks the Mysterios after the match. And it's three on two because they have Rhea. And Edge's music hits. Rhea ducks out of the ring because men can't fight women. But during this whole beatdown, there is a point where Edge was going to spear either Balor or Priest. And Rhea pushed Dominic into the way and he got speared by Edge. It was so fucking funny. Yeah, well, that and it just looked so clean. It was incredible. It was incredible. 
I loved it. Um, that's yeah, it. that's really all I had. Uh, NXT. I'll put a disclaimer out there right now. I'm actively watching NXT on mute. So anything promo wise that happened on NXT, like the contract signing between Braun Breaker and JD McDonough, don't know if there's anything big that was said there. I know JD McDonough looked like he signed in blood. I, I, at least I saw yeah. blood on his finger. Um, he signed in blood. Promos uh, elsewhere, like some backstage stuff. It looked like where Mandy Rose was upset at Gigi and JC. Uh, but I think, you know, reason behind that being the big news out of NXT, we have new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, and it's Casey and Caden. Long, long deserved for a title, sh- for title shots. And they finally get the big one here. And it was a feel good moment. I enjoyed it. I guess they're faces again. I think they have been faces. Yeah, they were they were like teasing heel heelish tendencies though. Yeah, but then Vince retired, you know. Yeah, it's true. So everything's out the window. I do think it's gonna be like a couple months before we like actually shake the stink off of WWE with Vince. Maybe even like a few years. Like there's still gonna be people around that like Vince was super high on that like maybe Triple H isn't. And yeah, it's just, you know, it, it's going to take some time to actually get to what Triple H's vision is. But. And it's, it's a little too late now to, for it to be perfection because like we're obvi- we were obviously big fans of black and gold era NXT and well, where's the majority of our favorites of black and gold right now? It's in AEW and they're kind of getting buried. But like the, the people the people that we wanted to see on NXT, like the dream matches we wanted to see on NXT, Keith Lee, Adam Cole, Undisputed Era in general, Johnny T- Tommaso, like of the people like even like Karrion Cross, of the people that, that we, we named, how many of those are, are in AEW now? Or released or control your narrative. We're talking EC three even, like Yeah, I enjoyed EC three. I like EC3. And then Um, he became the uh, budget Punisher. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, I mean, there's things I enjoy in 2.0. So it's not like Mm -hmm. they're like, there's no people like, like, I'm not talking shit on, on 2.0. I'm talking like surely our dream booking of black and gold NXT and how we wanted to see them on raw and SmackDown. And every time they were buried, so now for years, uh, Finn Balor's been buried on the main roster. How hard is it for him to come back out on top? I don't think it's hard to build him back up. Like, or you kill, uh, ju- you kill Judgment Day quick here and just let Finn go away for a month or two and come back as the demon. Like, yeah, that's true. Do his thing with that. Like, I think he's back better than ever. Um, or Bobby Roode. How hard is it for him to get back? That on That one is going to be tough. That's yeah. going to be tough. Andrade's um, with AEW for years too. Yeah, another great champ. Andrade, Malachi, um, Sammy, dude, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens, I think, are <laughs> fine. Will be fine. I think Kevin Owens can reinvigorate his career under Triple H. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited for that. Chad brought up a very good point about that last week. Um, but yeah, like, and then like to to talk about people I'm really enjoying on 2.0 right now, like Solo Sokoa probably my favorite and 
if and when he makes it to the main roster, like if the bloodline is still a thing, which I don't see why it wouldn't be, my God, that's going to be wonderful to watch. Yeah, that'll be fun. Did did we hit everything on NXT? I don't know because I I did finish it, but I mean, Solo Sokoa mm. won that main event match. Looked like it was pretty good on while I was watching it on mute. Um, did we hit anything? Uh, well, we hit the uh, just quick recap, just in case. Carmelo Hayes beat Nathan Frazier that to retain good. the North American Championship. That good was match. Very good. We talked about JD McDonough signing in blood. Um, talked about Mandy Rose beating Saray. Sort of. And skipped over Duke Hudson, Duke Hudson and Axiom. Not skipped yeah, over. I think like, that's where we left off. I mean, that's where we left off. It looks like they're going to be doing something here in the future, but they, it was like a backstage little scuffle. And I don't know what was said, but yeah, that's definitely going to be something that is happening here soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And we say we don't know where we left off because uh, I'm going to cut all of the in between shit, but my computer just decided to could just completely forget that Wi-Fi was a thing. I don't know what the fuck just happened. But oh my God, first world problems right now. You know what it is? It's Chad cursing us. Yeah. In the afterlife. Because we told them all about his, the way he died. Yeah. You know, with the sex. Yeah. Just, you know, some people, you know, you think you think you can trust them and then Boom. They disconnect your laptop from Wi-Fi. And it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Man? Yeah. Don't be a jerk. That's, that's sacred. Knock well, it off, Walter. I guess we just got one more thing to do. Nice, dude. Dynamite. Dynamite. <sighs> so good. So good. Um... I don't I think I've said this bunch before, but like Orange Cassidy having Jane as his entrance music. God, I fucking it's a love great it. song. So good. So good. Um, we're getting Jay Lethal versus Wardlow at Battle of the Belts three, which is happening tomorrow night, aka yesterday, if you're listening to this when it comes out. Um I saw a sign on Wednesday night uh during the Undisputed Elite promo. That said, Kyle still fears Von Wagner. Joe, what do you think about that? Kyle still fears Von Wagner? Yeah. No. Von Wagner sucks. I agree. Uh, But the Undisputed Era portion of the Undisputed Elite, they turn on the Young Bucks. And, I mean, this is probably like the most noteworthy thing of the night. Especially because before Dynamite, there was a picture posted of some door backstage saying it was like special like saying there was like a sign on the door that said reserved for special guests or something like that and everyone thought it was going to be something i don't know kenny omega and clearly it wasn't eh. but the bungs the, the bungs the bucks get turned on yeah i know the bucks get turned on and everyone's it, it i think there was a small kenny chant hangman comes out if that wasn't like obvious after last week's backstage thing. Yeah. Um, he makes the save. Like I, th- I saw this coming from like a mile away. So it's her- like you could have called it in August. Called it in August. Um, it's August. The funny thing about it was during it, Excalibur was like, 
this is the reunion fans have been clamoring for. And quite literally, as he's saying that, there's like three signs in the front row that have something to do with Kenny Omega. <laughs> so it's just, <laughs> it's just quite literally not the reunion that fans have been clamoring for. But I, I don't. Um, it's not that I don't like that the Bucks and Hangman are back together. I don't. It's, that's not what I'm saying at all. It's just I'm. I'm just. I just wanted to point out just how wrong Excalibur was here. Just how like, stupid he just sounded. A, just a case of announcers being just just sounding so dumb and not being just a just being in the, the big moment. case of the stupids. You know. Yeah. It just didn't make any sense. I mean, it did, but like, it didn't make any sense. Um. I'm definitely cool never seeing a Matt Hardy singles match again. He faced off against Christian Cage. Uh, it's not like it was bad, but like Matt Hardy was bad. I, th- I think Matt Hardy should just ride off into the into the sunset. Both of the Hardys. Yeah. I could do with They're one t- more. I could do with one more match. I, I, I want to see this FTR and Hardys match. And I'm not saying it's like rumored or anything, but like I want to make it a rumor. Like I want FTR and Hardys to face off one more time. I think FTR could bring it out of them. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm thinking. Have we did we recently see the Bucks versus the Hardys or did that get canceled? That got canceled. Okay, for Jeff. We haven't okay, seen so that since I would before. Also like, I would also like to see that. Yeah, just like one little Twilight run, you know. Like a very small uh, Twilight run. Bucks small FTR Twilight run. That's it. Bucks and FTR. Um Let's see. There was a backstage segment with the Jazz, um, Anna J. Instead of saying "sup" for Anna J, I would just like to say like, instead of like for for you know like for like Danhausen, it's like very nice, very evil. Uh, Anna J, very hot, very cringy. Very hot, very cringy. <laughs> yeah. Um. She she just like she did the whole like I'll choke you out thing to like everybody backstage this time and just started like choking out some random dude in the in the uh backstage and jr jr while she's doing that he's just like what a way to go this <laughs> 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 horny jr striking again all right the, the hardys have to take jr with them yeah eh. i'm so- no, I like I like Jr. Still, I like Jr. Too. He's just he he's he's got a foggy brain these days. It's so foggy that it's probably because of all his cannabis. It's so foggy that it's funny. Oh, you mean the um the slobber knocker weed? Yeah, yeah. I would. I don't. I don't. Did he actually do that? Call it. Slobber I don't know. Knocker? You were the one that talked about it. I never followed up on that. Um, Max Caster, his rap. I don't know if you heard about this, Joe, but. He referenced Vince McMahon's retirement, called him mm-hmm. out by name, and also referenced uh, the president having COVID, which was funny. Um, does does the president have COVID? Yeah. It, it, the note I took was like, not only do you get to see good wrestling on All Elite Wrestling, but you also get to learn about the world's current events. I had no idea that Biden had COVID until this ne- rap. <laughs> Neither did I. I still don't know. I don't watch the fucking news or read any news at all. I read headlines, but like I don't, I don't watch or look at like those types of headlines. You know, I'm on Bleacher Report in the WWE section and the AEW section, looking at those headlines. You know what I'm saying? You get a, you, wait, you're on Bleacher Report right now? No, not right now. 
Okay, good. I don't want spoilers. SmackDown's over at this point after my computer troubles, and yeah, I don't want to. I I spoiled it for myself. Is it something good? Give me, give me. Don't spoil anything, but like, am I gonna enjoy the fuck out of SmackDown? I think you're. There's not gonna be a a single thing on SmackDown that you really don't enjoy, except maybe a Liv Morgan promo. But I also don't think that Liv Morgan's completely like the Liv Morgan situation is completely unenjoyable for the night. Hmm. That makes me think there's a return. But don't say anything. With the Liv Morgan thing? No, just in the show. Period. Don't say anything. Um, Really, like the only other note I had was the main event was uh, Chris Jericho versus Wheeler Yuta. If Wheeler Yuta beat Jericho, then he would get the title shot uh, next week at the, the, the Quake at the Lake. Dumb name <laughs> for a show but whatever <laughs> and obviously jericho wins because why would wheeler you to face john moxley for the title they're quite literally on the t- same team it just wouldn't make sense but um i did want to point out because i think i've been a bad I, i've been doing a bad job at this because i think i pointed this out like a really long time ago but aubrey edwards works every chris jericho match we did we talked about it I don't remember when we talked about it, though. And it was just, you know, just another data point. Aubrey Edwards refed a Chris Jericho match. It was okay, actually. Like, Chris Jericho, I, I feel like I feel like this Chris Jericho-Wheeler-Uta match, though, is going to be better than Chris Jericho versus John Moxley, though. I, I, just, I just don't know. Unless just Mox and Jericho just beat the ever-living shit out of each other and just there's blood everywhere, which, I mean, <laughs> there was memes this week on Twitter of just like, um, like one of those like nobody, absolutely nobody, and then John Moxley, uh, getting a headlock put on him, and it's just like blood everywhere. Because <laughs> th- th- I mean, that's just what John Moxley does now. He just he just bleeds in every match, no matter what. It doesn't matter yeah. like what happens. He could quite literally just get a headlock put on him. He could, he could be he could get put in a figure four leg lock, and figure out a way to bleed on his face. He's uh he's a bleeder. He spent a little too much time in GCW. Hmm. Yeah. Hopefully he's not back on that stuff, you know, as I sip my beer. I think I think he's doing all right. I do too. I do too. But um, like I said earlier in the show, all in all, like I, I think this is a good dynamite, not a great dynamite. And I think we're coming out of a lull period here. A really long lull period. I think the longest one of the year. If you count, if you don't count like a little bit of stuff for Forbidden Door, like there was some good stuff there, but it wasn't, we never had a great dynamite there that, that I can really think of. And oh, I think we're coming out of this lull period. We're ramping up to all out. We're also ramping up to Clash the Castle now. And I think the next month of wrestling is going to be absolutely fucking incredible. And I think that's a good place to close, Joe. Like, yeah, I think so too. We're I... ramping up to all this, all these good pay per views, premium live events, whatever you want to call them. And it, it seems like SmackDown uh, that you just spoiled yourself on is going to be enjoyable to talk about next week. Um, we're going to hopefully have Dewey on next week to just be the person in the room or in the, in the Zoom meeting that 
doesn't watch wrestling on a weekly basis, but he knows who these people are. We used to watch wrestling a lot with Dewey. So he and he knows, watches the pay-per-views. He I watches think. some of the pay-per-views. He watches the WWE pay-per-views. He knows who these people are. Um, he has some knowledge, but it's it's gonna be funny. Dewey's gonna say some dumb shit because quite literally, like we said earlier, he's a dumb person. So there's that. But we love Dewey. Uh so hopefully he joins us next week. And we are going to be talking uh, retro pay- retro pay-per-view next week. SummerSlam 1999. No idea what happens there. Um, I do remember the end of Fully Loaded. Like, they're, they're, we know leaving Fully Loaded what the main event of SummerSlam 1999 is going to be, but I don't remember at this point. I think it's Triple H versus Stone Cold for the title. But Triple H won that one, right? I could be it wrong. It was Triple H versus The Rock. I'm saying they, yeah, yeah, he beat the Rock. I, I'm saying like they set up Stone Cold versus Triple H at SummerSlam. I'm pretty sure. Pretty. Yeah, sure. that's what the that's what the match was for. Yeah, the match was to determine the main event to SummerSlam. Hmm. Who was going to face the Rock? Or well, sorry, there's, there's Stone really Cold. No, there's really no way to know right now. We're just gonna have to watch SummerSlam. That's true. 1999. True. So we have that coming next week. Um, the SmackDown that happened tonight. Raw on Monday. Well, we see Johnny Gargano. I doubt it. I really, really, really doubt it, despite what the internet says. Um, and the fact that it's in Cleveland, but still building, t- building towards Clash of the Castle. Uh, NXT, I think their Heat Wave show is next week, too. So there's that. It could be next week or two weeks from now. Uh, I don't remember, honestly. And then uh, AEW building towards All Out. Hopefully, like, actually... I don't know, maybe signing a signing a, a, a real match for that. But I don't know. They have Quake of the Lake next week. So <laughs> dumb name for a show. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it won't be. I doubt it will be. Nah, it'll be all right. It'll be good. It'll be fine. It'll buff. But that's really all I got. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe, not Chad. We'll catch you on the road. R.I.P. We will catch you on down the road, though. Especially you, Chad. I was thinking